And welcome to the show. This is Paul Cardell for the Rat Pack Stock channel right here on YouTube. Don't forget to check out down below. Have a lot of different resources for a bunch of different types of companies that I look at, as well as our Twitter and a bunch of other resources that I'm putting videos out as a backup. So there's some stuff down below. Today I'm taking a look at Hylian. Are they on time or behind? Let's take a look. Now, before I get to the details here, these are simply my opinions. And keep in mind, being on time or behind is a matter of perspective of the individual because it depends how you look at something. If a person was building a house from the ground up and they got to the very end, everything's been completed. They've spent a lot of time going on the foundation, building the roof, getting the paint in, putting the carpet in. But you know what they didn't do is they didn't put the doorknobs on yet. They haven't done that. And they didn't install the cable yet for the new TVs that are going to be going into the home. Does that mean they're behind or are they on time? If somebody has done 90% of something, would you consider it to be on time or behind? That's going to be up to you as the investor to decide what you see as that criteria. What I did today is I went back and looked at an old presentation basing on some of the ideas of what they were trying to introduce and what their ideas were last year. Now we're talking about nearly 10 months ago. And that's what I want to do is go back to last year when a full presentation came out explaining what they were looking to do. So I'm going to give you some ideas of what I think about it. And of course you can decide on your own, but these are simply my interpretations. So let's take a look at a couple things here. Hylian had looked at reducing carbon emissions. And we know that the solution they have qualifies in California. So as far as that question that came up, whether or not, and this was last year, folks, people asked about that. California is not going to allow what Hylian is doing. That was a big thing. They surpassed that. As we know, California now is not only doing that, but allowing them tax credits based on the fact that they have increased the distance that the vehicle can travel travel on its own uh, battery power. So we know they've been able to do that so that we know they accomplished something right off the get-go that people had put negative. Cost of ownership. It's been proven already uh, with the expansion of RNG that the cost of ownership is going to be cheaper. Initially, when a person invests, it's going to cost a little bit of money to get into the solution that Highland has. However, over time, maintenance alone is going to be a huge issue and the just you know the, the factor that you have to put in about having a renewable natural gas generator as opposed to having a diesel engine in, in the front is a huge difference in the way the maintenance is and uh, diesel trucks require maintenance and they require to have filters of thousands of filters probably on these trucks that all have to be changed out and with that comes a million sensors so you get the idea a lot of stuff can go wrong so in the long run, the efficiency and the cost of ownership is going to be lower. And the question came up last year about whether or not the solution would work with other vehicles. As we know, it's already been established that both that Volvo, Freightliner, International, Peterbilt, Kenworth all have that ability to have the solution installed. That was according to the information last year and 
nothing contradicts that as of yet. So it looks like even though it is a solution and they are not building trucks, they seem to be compatible with all the major truck manufacturers that are out there. Now to get back to cost, overall, the cost is going to be significantly lower than any of the other hybrid solutions. And when compared to a diesel, we're talking about $20,000 initially is what we're looking at as far as the initial cost to have an ERX version put into your vehicle or one that's being purchased new, I should say. We're looking at, at probably about $20,000 on the average, 25, depending on the options, of course, that you might have on the truck, but that's what we're looking at. It's about $20,000 difference initially, but over the long run, the maintenance alone is going to far exceed that. And the big question that has come up many times on this show is about the infrastructure. Now, believe it or not, that there are other countries that actually have a lot more RNG than we do. Now, one of the things I want to share with you is that there are approximately 1,100 RNG accesses right now, the access stations, I should say, depending on where they're at. And they've been expanding. So that's the date I have as of the end of last year. If you've watched this show, you know that I've mentioned many times about the expansion. So that number could be a lot larger. What we do not have mentioned is hydrogen and electricity. Those two things being used to charge a truck, there are still just a small amount. Now, I know you're saying, Paul, there are plenty of charging stations out there. And you're right. In the tens of thousands, and they're for cars. They're for small vehicles. They do not have the capacity in large numbers yet to charge something like Tesla if it were to ever be completed. Uh, that's a large amount of power taking a large amount of time to charge. Even if it doesn't take a lot of time, it's going to take a lot of power to charge up a large battery that's in an electric full-size commercial truck. And hydrogen, folks, I have mentioned it a lot. Even in Nikola's own mentions when they built their hydrogen fueling station on their property they said and you look at it it's about one-third the size of a standard gas station that you go for putting gas in your car very small station yet they said they have the largest in the u.s i've always looked at that when they had stated that because that tells me something if nickel has the largest uh, producer of hydrogen on their property, and this is not existing elsewhere. I've heard it mentioned many times. People say, well, there's hydrogen out there. It's available. People are using it. Yes, on a very small scale and nothing compared to CNG and RNG resources that are out there currently. And folks, I'm staring right at a chart from 10 months ago. I'm going to put a link to this uh, so you can have a I'll look at it if you want. I, I'm going to see if I can try and upload this PDF file. It's no longer available out there, but I'm going to try and see if I can find it. But anyway, I'm looking at a chart here. I will pick a, take a photo here. And I'll be putting this up on the screen right now if you want to see it. And this is actually a chart from last year. Demo truck development and testing is going to be between 2019 and 2020. We already knew that. Production Design and development is going to be between 2020 and 2021. 
testing and validation is between the end of 2020 and 2021, almost to the very end. If you guys want to take a look over here, you know, we've got the chart is very close to the end of the year testing and validation. And we already know that took out, took place earlier this year. Now I want to go back here just for fun and look at things here. The testing and, and uh, validation is right exactly where they were testing in the Northwest when they rolled those out. Going down below, we have fleet demo rollout. We know that's happening at the, the end of this year and they have it marked till the end of this year. So if you look at the chart up here, this is from their uh, presentation. They're showing right till the end of 2021. They have even stated that the demo rollouts will be happening by the end of this year. And so um, we're looking again, commercialization and launch activities. If you look on that, they're looking at the second quarter of 2022. And then again, when you look at the volume production, they're looking at 2022. Now, folks, this is one of those things that I see oftentimes that things get embellished, they overlook and stuff, and that's why I wanted to put the chart up. This is from last year. Now, things change, but they have not changed from this timeline. In fact, when I pulled this up, I actually saved everything on my hard drive that we're going to look at these documents later on because it's always great to have access to that type of information. But it's the same timeline that they've had. And even when you go back and look to Tortoise Acquisitions, these were things they were talking about being in full production in 2022. So just to be logical here, if you're looking between the merger that took place in summer, which was one year ago, then they started ramping things up to get moving forward. They've now expanding their, their company, they're expanding their personnel, they're expanding the building itself. They're expanding contracts. They've done all the things they've mentioned. So when I heard about the conference and I looked it over and I did a video on that, then I've seen a lot of different comments throughout uh, social media. One of the things that I do when it comes to Hylian, I have been invested in Hylian, then I kind of pulled out and went back in. And that's just being good business sense. I'm not going to stay with the stock when I knew it was going to take a little bit more time than I had projected. Not that they projected. I actually wanted things to become a little bit quicker and was hoping that by the beginning of 2021, more would be happening. But honestly, if you look at the company and you go back at their charts, you're right where they're supposed to be. I mean, they're right there. Give or take a month or two, I'm not going to hold a company that solid when you're talking about billions of dollars and safety inspections and all the things they have to go through to get launched. could vary within a day or two or a week or two, possibly a month or two. But when I looked at the charts, I didn't find anything to show that they were behind schedule. And as I close up the show, just to be completely fair to Hylian, Nikola, and Tesla, if you look right now, Hylian may not be 100% where you want them to be. But I can tell you, in my opinion, based on when I've looked at Nikola and when I've looked at Tesla, they are not even 30% of what they were planning on doing. Everything is behind with them. Every single thing they had planned on doing has been changed, modified. And right now, currently, Hylian is staying on target. So in my opinion, if they're taking an extra day or two or a month to get things done, it's because they want things to be done correctly. So when they do launch, they aren't in the same positions that we see with Tesla and Nikola right now where they're 
scrambling to try and keep some form of momentum. And right now, the only company I see is highly in doing that. Thanks for watching the show. Hope this helps. Have a great rest of your weekend. This was filmed on August 14th. Have yourself a great rest of your weekend. Thanks for watching.